This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You made it to Monday to the Busy Mom podcast. Today is Monday, January 15th. Check it out, you guys. We are halfway through the first month of the new year. Where is the time going? I am so excited that you're here. It is Mailbox Monday, and we're going to talk a little bit about education and uh, your children torturing you. (laughs) So both of those questions we're going to answer today at Mailbox Monday. So stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so you guys know that this is one of my very favorite days here at the podcast. Uh, for those of you who are sort of newer, new-ish, I guess, to the podcast, uh, I, I'm on episode number 545, so I've been doing this for a little while. Uh, each of these podcasts is scheduled to be about 20 minutes long, unless I'm angry, <laughs> and then they go a little longer. Uh, but typically, we're about 20 minutes, 20 minutes long. I'm just trying to give you a little shot in the arm uh, three days a week. On Wednesdays, we are switching to Mom Strong International, so I will be doing a little bit of Bible teaching that is uh, coming from that particular week's Bible study. If you're interested in studying the Bible with me, you can sign up at momstronginternational.com and uh, just click on the monthly subscribe, or you can also register for an entire year at a discounted rate. So we've got about 5,000 of you uh, following us with the Scripture Writing Challenge, and I want to move you beyond the Scripture Writing Challenge to uh, really getting into God's Word with me during the week. So check that out, momstronginternational.com. And then Fridays are sort of, depending what's on my heart, I'm actually lining up uh, guests for the podcast, and probably um, Fridays will be the days when I typically will have a guest on my show, and uh, I like to call that... um, Meet my friend Friday. So, kind of a that's the sort of game plan for the podcast. If you've been listening to me for very long, you know that I love to talk about what's happening in the culture. I believe that God's word is relevant and it, and it offers answers and insight uh, to the struggles that you're facing in your everyday life. I think that um, power comes from the word of God. I believe blessing comes from obedience to the word of God, and I know because I've experienced it in my own life. And so, uh, I hope you guys are encouraged. If you've got topics that you want me to discuss, um, you don't even have to have a question. If you just have a topic or you say, hey, could you talk about this or talk about that? That's when I that's what I do on Mailbox Monday. So today I'm going to answer a question from a listener. If you would like your question uh, answered or your topic addressed at the podca- podcast, at the podcast, I can't even talk because it's Monday, uh, please shoot me an email podcast at thebusymom.com. All right, let's get right to it today. Uh, this, this, uh, particular question came from a homeschool mom. And many of you know that my husband and I have homeschooled our children. Our oldest is uh, 26 now and our youngest is seven. So we're still very much uh, homeschooling our children. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of, of background on me for those of you who don't know. Uh, I um, I love homeschooling, but I did not plan to homeschool. I did not want to homeschool. Everyone that I knew that homeschooled uh, in the 80s was uh, weird. <laughs> and I just was like, oh yeah, I can't do the jumper thing. And I just, I, I'm never going to grind my own wheat and uh, make flour in my backyard. I'm just, it's just not me. 
And I didn't really understand the homeschool movement. And I actually got into homeschooling because our daughter, our oldest daughter, our 26-year-old daughter was in public school at the time. And I'll just be honest with you, I didn't have a terrible experience in public school. She did not, she had great teachers. Um, The thing that frustrated me and really started to turn my heart toward what what is actually, what do I want influencing my children was mostly the interactions that she was having with other kids. And I think had I left her in public school, my concerns would have shifted to what is considered normal in the public school system. What are we teaching our children about gender? What are we teaching our children about human sexuality? What are we teaching our children about the creation of the world? And so at at that point in, you know, in my young uh, parenting, um, our, our second daughter, who's now 24, was just about ready to go into kindergarten and she missed the cutoff and she was devastated because she wanted to get on the bus with her sister and go to school like her sister did. And uh, and so in an effort to sort of appease her, I thought, well, I've got this you know six-month window now since she's missed the cutoff. I'll go down to the local homeschool supply store and see if there's something I can do with her to sort of keep her busy because I could tell she was definitely ready uh, to start learning. So you know, I slunk down to the homeschool supply store and my friend Eli was there and I said, hey, you know, I'm uh, I'm not going to homeschool. <laughs> so just don't even try to talk me into it because uh, I don't want to do that. Really, what sane woman would choose to be locked up with her children, uh, you know, 24 hours a day when she could send them off for nine hours on a school bus and uh, not worry about them until she had to pick them up again and have a little bit of, of quiet in her home? And I said, that's one thing I love about school. And so don't even try to talk me into it. And he was like, okay, um, what would you like? I said, I'm trying to kill some time. I thought I might take a stab at, you know, just, um, I didn't even want to say home educating because, you know, I was just like, maybe if I say it, that'll mean I actually have to do it. And so I said, I just want to do something to keep her busy. And he handed me a book called Teach Your Child to Read in 100 Easy Lessons. Well, um, I was sort of fascinated by this because I had been told up to that point that, uh, only the professionals can teach children to read. So I was, you know, I very insecure about my ability to even teach her to read. I didn't have a degree in education, which I thought you needed. And, but I thought, you know, what harm could it do? A $16 book, I'll take it home and we'll spend whatever the book said to spend, 10 minutes a day. A teacher child to read in 100 easy lessons is supposed to be able to be done in under 20 minutes a day. And I'm thinking I can do anything in, you know, for 15 minutes a day. So I started going through this book with her. And after about the third week, I I realized not only was she learning at a rapid pace much faster than her sister was in public school, but that I loved being with her. And I loved watching her eyes light up. And I loved seeing her, um, her just the light bulb, you know, that would go off when she would get a sound or she would be able to, you know, the first word that your kids uh sound out using teacher child to read in 100 easy lessons as I think the word am. And I'll remember my husband coming home from work one day and I was like, honey, 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 you know, I've got Sierra, my guinea pig child. I said, Sierra, tell daddy, show daddy what you can do. So I run my finger under this word am, which you guys are like, so what? She reads the word. And listen, when you teach your kids to read for the very first time and they sound out their very first word, you're going to think it's as awesome as I did. (laughs) And she said, you know, am, and I was like, okay, now say it faster. So she said, Emma. And I'm like, okay, so now say it faster and smoother. And she said, am. 
And I'm jumping up and down. I'm like, Jay, look what I did. I taught her to read that word. We were so excited over this simple thing that we had learned that we had the ability to do. And after that, honestly, you guys, I was hooked. I uh, I went to Savannah's teacher at the end of the school year and nervous. My knees were knocking. I took a whole wagon full, literally, of school books, drug my infant son and my five-year-old daughter in to see Savannah's teacher, who was very gracious to me. And I said, I love you, and I love the way you've taught my daughter, but Jay and I would like to um, homeschool our kids next year. I mean, I didn't even commit to you know a lifetime of homeschooling. I just thought, well, let's do this for a year. Okay, we'll do it for six weeks. <laughs> we'll just see you know, how this works and if we like it. And by the grace of God, I know this was the Lord because I was so nervous and so insecure, and I thought, I don't want to ruin my kids, and can I really do this? And her teacher looked at me and she said, you know what, Heidi, you can totally do this. And if my kids were young today, I would homeschool them in a New York minute. This was Savannah's public school teacher telling me that if she had to do it again, she would homeschool her kids. She said, enjoy every second. Well, I haven't enjoyed every second, (laughs) but I have enjoyed most of them. And I am here to tell you right now, and I'll get to the, 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 listener question, but I wanted you guys to know a little bit about our history. And so we have seven children. And so our homeschooling experience began uh, that year uh, with Savannah and Sierra and Skylar and eventually all of our children. And none of them after Savannah have ever been to a traditional school. They have all been homeschooled. It has been the hardest, and I mean that, uh, but best decision that we've ever made to keep them home. And the Bible says in Luke 6.40 that when a student is fully trained, he'll be like his teacher. And that really is the underlying, you know, once I realized, okay, I can do this academic. I mean, how hard can it be, you guys, to teach, you know, basic math and basic reading? You can totally do it. And as your kids get into high school, what I do with my kids is we find help. That's part of the reason why we started the Homeschool Resource Center. Uh, Tutors come there. So if you don't want to dissect a cat on your kitchen counter, you don't have to do it. Uh, you can find help to do that. And uh, there are so many resources. I almost think, you know, homeschooling through high school, uh, It again, one of the best things we've ever done uh, with our children. Three of them have graduated now, have gone on to college. They're working. They're having children of their own. They're doing just fine, contrary to what the critics of homeschooling told us, which is your children are never going to function in the real world. They'll never be able to go to college. All of those things, lies. Not true at all. And uh, one of the the major benefits that we've seen from homeschooling is that it has uh, the family dynamic in our home has been greatly impacted for good because we spend so much time with our children because we cultivate a culture of learning in our home. But that's not to say that homeschooling isn't uh, difficult and doesn't have its difficult days. It definitely does have its difficult days. Listen, there have been several times when my husband's come home from work and found me in a fetal position, you know, behind my bedroom door, just going, why am I doing this? No one's learning anything. No one can find their math book for the third day in a row. Or, you know, I can clearly remember when I had uh, seven children at home, several of which were very little. And Jay would leave from work in the morning and I would be like, I hope I see you when you get home. I hope I'm not dead. (laughs) I hope this doesn't kill me. And uh, turn around just in time to see the two-year-old spill the orange juice on my freshly mopped floor while the toddler or while my infant would crawl through it. You know, we've had days like that around here. And so as I look at this 
this person's question and she she basically she's saying have you the question is have you ever doubted your decision to homeschool and my answer is an unequivocal uh yes <laughs> I have absolutely doubted my decision to homeschool, but it wasn't because I knew that it wasn't the right thing to do. I doubted my homeschooling, uh, my decision to homeschool mostly because I was tired and I wanted a day off. And uh, that's pretty much why. And I've had a couple of, some of you have heard me say, uh, and my kids are just like yours. I think, you know, I don't, I don't want to uh, paint. I hope I'm I'm painting a normal picture for you. I don't want to paint a picture of homeschool your children and uh, the sun will come up earlier every day and the birds will sing uh, your name and your children will fold the laundry without being asked and they'll start working on prepositions before you ask them to. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to give that impression, but I also don't want to give the impression that it's nothing but drudgery and it's horrible. And we have had days that have been drudgery and we have had horrible days. But by and large, the days, the good days that we have had have so far outweighed the bad ones. And the results, the fruit that we see in the lives of our adult children uh, has made every uh, ounce of energy that we put into educating them completely worth it. And so uh, this mom, as she emails me, I'm, and I totally, I want to just reach through and hug her because I... I completely understand what she's saying. She said they have six children. They've been homeschooling from the beginning. Our oldest is 16. Our youngest is five. We definitely felt God's leading to homeschool, and it's been a huge blessing for our family in many ways. Although as I type this, I have two screaming at each other in the bathroom, sanctifying each other. (laughs) Good for you, right? I love your attitude. Uh, She said, I was listening to your previous podcast about your daughter telling you her life was ruined Uh, because you homeschooled her. And we have one child in particular who will go through seasons of really pressing us to put him in public school. We do not believe that that would be best for him or for our family, but it can be exhausting and distracting. And sometimes I lay awake at night and I wonder if I've made the best decision. We are in a good season right now. He has a good attitude and we're seeing heart growth, which praise the Lord for that. But the question is, how do you respond to your children if and when they challenge your decision? Okay. So sweet mom, lean in because I'm talking to you. Uh, every single one of you who has, or even if you're thinking about homeschooling, stop what you're doing and uh, and listen up because I want to encourage you right now. Uh, the way that you respond to your children when they challenge your decision is the same way that you would respond to them with any challenge to any decision that you make. You first respond by saying, I love you so much. I understand. I can understand why you're frustrated, but we are doing what we know is best for you. And uh, Jay and I, a long time ago, uh, made, I think, what was a not a crucial mistake, but definitely a tactical one with our oldest daughter when she was about uh, 16 and was also pressing us to go to public school. Why do you guys think that they want to go to public school? Do your kids ever come to you and say, Mom, I just, I have so appreciated that you've you know, poured out your life uh, for me in homeschooling me all these years, but I just have doubts about whether or not you're going to be a good chemistry teacher. No, that's not why they want to go to public school or any other school for that matter. It's typically for social reasons. You know, they want to have the school experience. They want to go to, a, they want to go to prom. They want to, you know, dress up, do all those things. And like I've said many times here at the podcast and when I speak around the country, it's our job as parents to guide our children the way that we believe that God would want us to do and to let them know we're not homeschooling you so that we can keep you uh, from having friends or keep you from having a normal social life. Uh, Listen, parents, your kids are going to be as weird as you are. That's what I told Glenn Beck when he asked me, you know, if I thought my kids were going to be weird because I homeschooled them. Uh, 
my answer was simple. Uh, my kids are going to be as weird as I am. And your kids are going to be as weird as you are. So if you decide never to take them out of your house and you decide, you know, we're, we're, we're only going to go to the library and our only social interaction is going to happen one day a week at church, your kids may be frustrated by that. And so what our answer to that with our children, well, first of all, I'll go back to my mistake. We made the mistake of telling Savannah that if that we would do what she wanted after she was out of junior high. So if when she got into high school, if she still wanted to go to public school, that we would let her make that decision. That was a terrible uh, burden to put on her. And that's why I said I think it was a tactical mistake. So Because of course, when she was ready to go into her freshman year, and I'm already kind of freaking out because I'm thinking, how am I do this homeschool thing? And now I've got my, you know, my 15-year-old daughter saying, but you said, you know, <laughs> Jay and I had to do some soul searching. And so we got on our knees before the Lord and we were like, Father, help us. Uh, what decision do you want us to make? And we, we knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that God was saying, continue homeschooling her. And so we went to our daughter and the first thing that we did was apologize. We just said, Savannah, we're kind of new at this uh, parenting gig for teenagers. <laughs> You're the first one, uh, which makes you are officially our guinea pig and we made a mistake. And so please forgive us. We should have never given you the responsibility, the burden of making that decision. Of course, we want to hear what you want, but the decision ultimately is not up to you. It's up to us because ultimately we answer to the Lord and we have to do what God asks us to do. And we know that we're not supposed to put you in public school. We know that God wants us to keep you home. And of course she cried and was upset. And so we finally said, what is it that you want? Well, her answer was just what I told you. She wanted she wanted to do a, go have a social experience, really was what she wanted. And so that was the impetus between uh, the, behind me starting another homeschool ministry because we had just moved uh, four hours south of where we had been. That was the impetus really behind me starting another homeschool cooperative. Um, and now we've started the Homeschool Resource Center in uh, in Vancouver, Washington. And I believe your kids need that social interaction. They need to know that they're not the only only people on the earth that homeschool. And frankly, homeschooling is so mainstream now, much more mainstream than it was even 20 years ago. Uh, I think that those those opportunities are out there. But we asked our kids, what is it that you like? What kinds of things would you like to experience in high school? One of the things that they wanted to do was a dance. And so we organized uh, a homeschool uh, dance and the kids had a great time. We were able to go out and get them some beautiful dresses and and you know they got to wear the corsage and have the experience in an environment that we knew pleased the Lord. And so it it becomes this sort of walk that you do, mom and dad, is between you and the Lord and when, what God tells you to do. And also, we're talking about homeschooling today. I'm not here to criticize those of you who put your kids in public school. I will say, and you know this is true about me, um, I believe what the Bible says is true. So if the Bible says that when a student is fully trained, he'll be like his teacher, you better know who's teaching your kids and you better know what they're being taught. And if you don't have the time or energy to counter the lies that are being taught to them, then I would say really consider homeschooling. Uh, but I, some of my friends have, who I really love will, will tell you that there is a biblical case for homeschooling that makes it a sin to do anything but homeschooling. I don't see, and neither does my husband, a biblical case for that. We do see a case for when you rise up, when you lie down, when you walk along the road. It's hard to do that when your kids are away from you 9, 10, 12 hours a day. Uh, so there are lots of reasons why we chose to homeschool. Um, it has worked very, very well for our family. Um, and when my kids say things to me like, you know, homeschooling ruined my life, 
Um, can I just say, and we'll talk about this more next week, don't take the bait, <laughs> okay? I wish I hadn't taken the bait because those same children that said that to me are now growing and thriving and uh, homeschooling their own children. And so uh, kids say things to you, right? They're, they want to get your goat. They want to say the thing to you that they know is going to be the most hurtful given the season that you're in or where whatever, particularly as they become young adults and they, they start to stretch their wings a little bit. Sometimes they'll stretch their wing and smack you in the face with it. And that's kind of what happened on that particular day. So uh, have I doubted my decision to homeschool? Yes. Have I regretted my decision to homeschool? Uh, Absolutely not. Hardest, best decision that we ever made was to homeschool our children. And uh, I would just like to encourage you that if whatever you decide, uh, stay close to the word, stay close to your children. Don't let somebody else shepherd them. Don't let someone else parent them. Get in there. Wherever you decide to do, if you've decided that your kids need to go to public school, get in there and be a light for your children. Uh, Your responsibility is first to your family and then to a watching world. So uh, I hope that it answers uh, your question, just a little bit of my history of homeschooling. If you've got questions that you would like to see me address here at the Busy Mom Podcast, please shoot me an email podcast at thebusymom.com. If you haven't yet left a review for this podcast over at iTunes, I would be so grateful if you would do that. Or if you've already left a review and you want to leave another one, that'd be great too. (laughs) We're trying to get the numbers up over there for reviews. If you haven't left a review for Becoming MomStrong, uh, the book that I wrote that was released from Tyndale in September, uh, please do that. You can do it at Goodreads or any place else. I hope that encourages you and that you've checked out the Bible study. Uh, thousands and thousands of women are going through the uh, Becoming MomStrong and the coordinating study. It'd be a great study to do uh, with your women's Bible study. You don't have to be a mother to benefit from it. Basically, uh, what I'm trying to teach you is if you want to be, if you want to be strong, it has to come from the principles that are laid out in the Word of God. So I hope you guys are encouraged. I hope that you'll join me in my weekly Bible studies by subscribing to momstronginternational.com. Let us know if you've got any questions, and we will continue to pray for God's direction and His blessing in your life as you follow and obey Him. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.